This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's hour four of the G-Bag Nation here on 105 Through the Fan. Let's do a little around the Mavs. Is the losing getting to folks a little bit? Is it frustrating for you? And and who do you blame for the losses since Kyrie Irving arrived? Okay, we'll also get you the latest on Luca's injury and what is coming up next on their schedule at 877-881-1053. The truckwreck.com fan text is open. Now, please leave your name and city you're texting from. The question is simple. Why isn't this going well uh, with the Dallas Mavericks? Um, Kyrie Audio, he was doing a, a, some sort of a chat, uh, like a fireside chat maybe. He was chilling outside. Having a good time, enjoying this good weather. He definitely uh, has some sage burning right yes, there in front of that's him. That's right, yeah. I was investigating. I was like, what, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's some sage. Yeah, yeah, the sage <laughs> that we we learned he liked to burn in uh, in locker rooms uh, during his time with the Brooklyn Nets and other other teams. There's something to that sage, man. Um, it's a good smell. Yeah, but okay, so on a Twitch chat, if, you, if you're unfamiliar, a lot of people are, but you're, you're talking and there's, there's a chat of people talking amongst themselves and also firing questions at you and firing feedback and... Um, you know, I, I think some people were were talking maybe about his game or or his role in the disappointment of the Mavs, and he had some thoughts on that. Here's Kyrie Irving's thoughts. For three hours, and you think you know who I am. You see a few posts. Oh, Kai's woke. Kai got it. Oh, oh, Kai is. Oh my goodness, he just he just doesn't fit into the mold of all of the other people and man he's different he's crazy he's arrogant he's this he's that he's this all from seeing me from three hours you get all that kai well, what's kai gonna do this summer does kai like dallas what happened in brooklyn what happened in boston what happened in cleveland why did you leave lebron why did you leave jason why did you leave katie why did you leave all these people for three hours get to ask all these legitimate questions as if 21 hours every day wasn't happening after that. You would think that I'm the cancer in the locker room as if basketball is an individual sport that one person is supposed to take blame for. It's 15 guys on the team and I'm, and I'm the one cancer in the room. That's what it's portrayed as. That's what, that's what you guys get. That's, that's what they have fun doing. That's what, why, why these older, bitter gentlemen and women keep my name in their mouths every day. I hope that is a reflection of his entire career and has reflecting about it or or him doing hypotheticals. I don't feel like he's getting blamed for any of the problems in Dallas right now. Do you guys get that feeling? No, no. no. I think that's just a, a big picture situation. Those are all legitimate questions to ask. I mean, if any player was to voluntarily leave LeBron, leave Kevin Durant, leave what seemed to be a nice situation in Boston from a talent standpoint. Yeah, like Tatum those, and Brown? Those are all extremely legitimate questions. I do want folks to keep in mind that while he's doing this, if you're watching the video, do you remember Dennis Rodman on the the last uh, the last dance documentary yeah. when he's doing his thing and he's talking about zooms and it's become like a meme where he's pointing in a million directions? Yeah, yeah, the hands that's, are kind of, crazy. That's, that's kind of what Kyrie was doing throughout that sixty second clip. There, he's he's kind of hands are going everywhere. He's pointing his stuff. He was passionate about that one. Yeah, he doesn't fit into the mold though. That's for sure. He's not like a lot of guys. Definitely a a, a different kind of mind. Uh, it's not going well because you have two stars that you need at least two good defensive players to balance out the team. I think you nailed it for. Six, nine. To me, it's not any individual. It's the front office mm-hmm. trying to add talent, and you kind of went away from your identity, and the, the roster doesn't complement itself as well as you'd like it to. I, I talk about the Miami Heat in 2011, and the Mavs beat them in a championship. It took them another offseason to refine the roster around their two main stars and Chris Bosh before they were able to balance it in a way that good teams, good coaches couldn't exploit in playoff matchups. Mm-hmm. You know, I think 
You know, maybe LeBron had some personal growth to do as far as being the man in huge situations, but that roster was a little bit flawed as well, needed to get better defensively, needed to add another three-point shooter, and they did. They ultimately won a couple of championships. The thing that sucks for the Mavs is they don't have time. They yeah. don't have their guys under four-year deals that they can take multiple. So I think Mavs fans do have a lot of questions, like where is this going? What is most probable? Does your past have any bearing on how you're looking at this situation with the Mavs? What do you got on it, Wolchuk? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the the question that, you know, parlays for, for us is, does he like Dallas, right? Yeah. I mean, like, is this somewhere that Kyrie wants to be? And, you know, I was listening to the, the morning show with Sean, RJ, and Bobby, and, you know, Sean was talking about, you know, it'd be, it'd be awesome to have Kyrie just sit down with the show for like an hour and just share, talk about whatever he wants to talk about. You know, go ahead and just let us know his side of things if that's how he feels. And and I would love to hear what, what he has to say. I don't think that Kyrie is an issue with the Mavericks whatsoever. If anything, he almost was able to bring them back and win that game last night against New Orleans in the fourth quarter. I mean, he's been every bit of the leading fourth quarter score in the NBA. He is from top yeah. score, in the and, and, and he showcased it yeah. from being a Maverick. I mean, last night he puts the team on his back, almost leads them to victory. If it wasn't for CJ McCollum just shooting the lights out of the basketball, yeah. or else yeah. he he might have led the Mavericks to yeah. a comeback win without Luka Doncic. Yeah, he, he's been awesome. I mean, when it comes to the blame factor of it all, I'm with you, Dawson, 100. percent And I think it all and it sucks to go back to just one decision, but I think the Jalen the trickle effect of the Jalen Brunson decision and then trying to pick up the pieces uh, every other move since then is just kind of throwing stuff at the wall and it's resulted in a team that is built that is not very complimentary of each other and it's also not complimentary of the coach on your sideline of what he would envision for oh, his that's a team, great point you know? so yeah. it's just wonky and and like I said, I hate going back to just one Jalen Brunson decision, but all that opened up the floodgates for, okay, how do we pick up the pieces here? And none of it's really worked. Yeah. And so, and I still think they're set up like the Kyrie move, I think was still a good move because Kyrie is an asset, whether he remains with this team or not. And so there's still a lot out in front of them that they can do to end up picking the pieces, uh, picking up the pieces. But man, th- that Jalen Brunson move, everything from there has just been yeah really bad we need more firepower so you get wood and now your bigs aren't like they were and a lot of things flowed from that I think that's a great point this will be a big offseason for Nico because he clearly did I mean last it was really the true first offseason of him as a GM he tried some things out it didn't work we liked some of the moves that they made we liked the Christian Wood trade we liked getting JaVale McGee we thought okay they've added size they've added rim protection rebounding that was those were their biggest weaknesses in the postseason run well JaVale McGee hadn't worked out and the coach staff for whatever reason doesn't like Christian Wood yeah they prioritize defense very heavily uh and if you can't succeed they're almost not interested in in the other parts of your game uh 469 the GM put together a bad roster and the coach refuses to start and give minutes to his best players uh 469 Luca's out of shape selfish and a crybaby Jay Kidd is a terrible coach <laughs> and should be fired <laughs> I mean he did such a great job last year I think the maybe if anything's wrong with Jason Kidd He's just not flexible enough, but I like that he has standards and knows what he's looking for, and he's going to hold the roster to those standards. I think long-term, you might look at this as the move for Kyrie was the beginning of a remake or a reimagination of this roster, and it's going to take a, a summer to fi- to finish it up. I think, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, because we've all, we watch these games every night. I think there's been more criticism of Luka than there has been a Kyrie. I definitely feel that. Since the trade, absolutely. And and I I find myself listening to a lot of shows and listening to it all around and reading and hearing. Everybody has been somewhat critical of Luca, and then they have to say something in a nice way about Luca. They're like, you know, whether it's he's not in great condition. But Luca, you know, it's amazing. He averages 30 points a game. You know, you have you're even when you're wanting to say something critical of Luca, you then have to in the next sentence go. But you know what? He's one of the top three players in the league. Yeah. You know, I I think Kyrie Irving has done everything asked to him since he's been here. 100%. I, I, I'm a believer in body language, interaction. I, I see him during timeouts sit there and, you know, they're going through things or he goes to the bench. All the players, you know, he's dapping everybody up. Coaches behind the bench, dapping them up. Great leader. He's yeah. trying. He is. I, I mean, he is – there is nothing you can complain about. The fourth quarter scoring, not missing free throws. How many times have they gotten these games, 
you know, and it's like, oh, geez, free throw shooting is going to get him here. Yeah. Not when you put him on the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing about it is, you know, it's it's like people are kind of trying to figure this out. I don't think you can blame him. There's things with with Luca and others that you could say. That's not working right now. You know, Luca helped take the team to the West. He's an MVP candidate, and I think people want to make sure that everybody knows. I'm not blaming Luca. I don't think he's a big problem, but I think the asks for him to evolve his game are very fair. Yeah, no, I do too. I think that, you know, there's people that will say there's things that Luca can learn from Kyrie. Absolutely. Watching him play basketball. Yeah. There's things that you can learn, and and and, and you're not being critical of Luca. You're just trying to say, Hey, this guy, you might be a top three player in the league. This guy's a top five player, See, top I, six player in the league, too. I, I I think this is a really interesting thing because last year in the playoffs when Jason Kidd talked about the defense, you got a great reaction from Luka, and he played good defense the rest of the playoffs other than maybe one game that I can remember against Golden State. This year... Like, you're asking him to make some adjustments and stop complaining about the refs, and I don't think he's been humble to the point where it really has affected his energy. Like, he's laughing and joking around all the time, and it's like, I don't see a guy that's been checked. And your head coach, especially with young stars, needs to be able to do that, and I think Jason Kidd does, but I think Luka's confidence borders on arrogance so much that it's like, yep, coach is mad at me, but dude, I'm amazing, Mm -hmm. you know? And in order to get better, you got to be like, dang, Coach is mad at me. This is messed up. My my coach doesn't think I'm doing a good enough job at this, this, and this. And in order to put the team in the best position to succeed, I got to do better at this. Yeah. And I just don't think Luca truly self-evaluates because of the confidence that borders no, on arrogance. No, I, I totally agree with and you. And that was that. his rep coming into the league, See, that he had such elite confidence that it rubbed people the wrong way. You know way. what? And he, and, he, and he performs. He does. Yeah. But it, it just seems like to now, you know, if you ask me – you know, Kyrie's the one thinking like, okay, I've got to. He he's the one admitting I have to adjust my game. You know, I haven't had Luke. I haven't heard Lucas say, "Hey, I need to adjust my game to help Kyrie." You know, I haven't heard that. I've heard it from Kyrie saying, but it's to your point, Gavin. You know, he had he plays at such a a high level that you know you say something to it, say, "Fine, yeah, thanks." Yeah, yeah. you know that kind of yeah. Where you know maybe with Kyrie. You see him locked in on the timeouts. You see him talking to people. Luca's over there trying to get in the official's face about, you know, what just happened three possessions ago. And yeah. I think those you things know? are fair. And to kind of prove your point that you made five minutes ago, you have to acknowledge that he and Kyrie together are tremendous offensively. They're sure top are. three in the yeah. league offense. Luca continues to have 30.10 rebound games. And While if it, being banged up. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing an, an incredible job. But in order to get to a championship level, yeah. you can't just say, well, I'm getting the stats. It's yeah. got to be like, am I taking care of every little detail to make this team as efficient as right. possible on both ends of the court? He's just not professional enough for that anymore. And I think that's what Jason Kidd's been hitting at. Yeah, there's a... There's a maturation thing. Like when you talk about Kyrie, I mean, there's a there's a decent age gap between these two guys. Kyrie has been in the league for a while, and and he's he's clearly matured in a leadership way that Luca quite hasn't yet. And I think those are the biggest knocks on him: the the referee stuff, not getting back on defense. I think the adjustment to Kyrie and playing, I think that can be a challenging thing for anybody. And this is all happening right now in real time. And I think there's a patience. That needs to be granted here. Yes. Uh, you know, from an on-court integration, stylistically, I've been the best player since day one at every level. I've played a certain way, and now I think it's fair for Luca to say, okay, give me a little bit of time here. He's got the basketball IQ to say, hey, in time we can get this done. Unfortunately, for, for the right now, you don't have a ton of time, but to step back and just be fair about this, I think that is all something that can and still will come. But all the, the maturation stuff and the leadership and the yelling at the refs and not getting back on defense and sometimes just not trying on defense, I think those are all extremely fair criticisms that you hope you know dissipate as he matures. No question. And, and the T's, like the technicals, are now starting to get up to where he's about to be suspended again. And this is the second year in a row that you're this dealing with it. This is the last thing that they need is no. him not playing. Because he's game. he's banged up, so he's going to miss some time. And the good thing is the MRI was all good, right? But now if he gets suspended again. But I do think that you know, you're know you right in terms of Kyrie's played with a bunch of other superstars. He's had to adjust his game before. He's He knows how to do that. This is really the first time Luke has had to do that. Like, yeah, they tried it with KP. KP's not on the level of these guys. He's not. Yeah. 
But no, he never right. viewed he never viewed KP as an equal to him. He didn't because no. KP's not an equal. Yeah. This is the first time is. he's done it. Yeah. And Kyrie has a tremendous like off the ball IQ and court instincts, and he's a total student of everything that comes offensively, not just what I do with the ball in my hands. And maybe the experience, you know, his natural uh, basketball approach is better fitted to be a, a secondary type player. I think Jason Kidd sees that as well. Just just meet me ten or fifteen percent closer to what Kyrie is doing yeah. when you're both on the court, and then when he goes, if you want to run your methodical deal for those fifteen minutes a night where you're on the court with the with the jobbers then i i'd say uh have at it and i still think the reason why we couch things after criticizing luca then you get back into the things he does great because it's still very uh you know the pros and cons of luca are are still very much more higher in the pros like everything all his good stuff far outweighs all the bad crap but but we should not be afraid to criticize luca no we shouldn't be yeah i think you're worried about losing him i think that's what a lot of people and there's some of that too if he's that mentally soft then why but he's not i don't think that he is and just because because you're being fairly critical doesn't mean like the 817 says you're Luca bashing. It it's not. <laughs> you're not Luca bashing when you're just being openly fairly critical of a player. He does amazing things. He's still one of the top five players in the NBA. And he had an MRI today. It was clean. Uh, so he is. He's uh, if he has to miss additional time, it's not going to be uh, much, and it, it's not a bad injury. But uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to be playing back to backs in the regular season again. All righty, uh, when we come back, it's time to hit the expressway brought to you by Rockwall Ford. There's an update on that Sean Kemp story you'll want and other developing news stories. Then Bobby Belt, then L.A. Live here on 105.3 The Family. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, welcome back, G-Bag Nation. A big day in the world of sports. It's time to hit the expressway. 35 minutes of uninterrupted sports content every night at this time. Bobby Belt's coming up in about seven minutes. Lucius Alexander in about 17 there with LA Live. Every day at this time, though, we take a look at what's been developing throughout the broadcast day. If you missed it, Luca's MRI looks good. Um, So it's not a bad uh, pulled quad. Just a little bit of a strain in there that has definitely, he said last night, been affecting his shooting and his lift on his jumper. And the numbers really support that uh, over the last three games. But uh, the top story uh, is an update on Sean Kemp. And he, a lot of uh, you know older NBA fans remember him in his glory days in the 90s as the Rain Man with the Seattle Supersonics. And Gary Payton, they were running around, played Jordan in the 96 finals. Uh one of those years and um, happy father's day to him all the time yeah and yesterday we got news uh <laughs> that he's still the rain man <laughs> yes he will man yeah yesterday there was a news that he was arrested in a drive-by shooting in tacoma washington Ugh. 53 years old and he was booked for investigation of a felony drive-by shooting shortly before six o'clock 
online jail records show uh, no one was injured in the shooting. Um, so, you know, last night and today I was thinking, man, what, what what's going on with Sean Kemp? It's rare that at 53 years old you would commit your first gun crime. Usually that's a game for much younger men that they regret. Um, so, you know, we're, we're standing by for more info. And the news came uh, down shortly after we went on the air today, right? Chia followed quite a... An interesting scene there in Tacoma, Washington. Yeah, it was. So what the uh, Fox 13 Seattle reported today that uh, apparently Sean Kemp had his property stolen from his car and he used the Find My iPhone to track the property. So I guess his phone was a part of the things that got stolen out of his car. And so um, once he approached the vehicle, the suspect fired at him. And then Kemp fired back. Oh, my goodness. So that's what Fox 13 Seattle reported a few hours ago. Fired back on foot, right? I believe so, yes. So what is this drive-by thing? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that was just like the initial reports that yeah. apparently were overstated. The media right? just jumps yeah. on it. Just, oh, here we go. Let's yeah. just go. Let's just go. Go, 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 go. You got to be the first to get it. Gosh, man. Yeah. yeah, that's a bad mischaracterization of the events. Uh, fortunately, Sean Kemp was not hit. Can you imagine walking up? I couldn't do that. You know, if you'd stole my stuff, it's frustrating because a lot of times the police are too busy to handle like small thefts between individuals. Right. I mean, even a, a shoplifting, they're like, yeah, I guess, you know, maybe we'll send an officer by or something like that in a, in a couple of hours. But and hell, you can get your truck stolen and it might, yeah. uh, might take minutes. a little bit. Yeah, three minutes. You get it, Well, you can get it stolen in three minutes yeah. and then you can get help on it in like yeah. three days. In, yeah, three days. And hey, I know the Dallas Police Department got a lot going on. Yeah. yeah, I know they got a lot going on. Appreciate men and women being out there. Sean, I, I covered Sean when he was with Portland in like the early 2000s after a stint in Cleveland. And we're so excited to be getting the rain man who, when he arrived, looked more like the snowman or the gain man. <laughs> he'd, he'd put on like 50 or 60 pounds, but he was so cool to everybody. And then we heard why his game had fallen off so much like in the two years because players on the team were worried that he was going to go into cardiac arrest in in practice or at games because the guy was just he was wrapped up in 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 cocaine you know Ooh. but that was the worst thing that that Sean Kemp like good teammate great athlete he fell into substance abuse right at you know ten or so years into his career and kind of took off the top side of that but when Jordan was out in the mid nineties it was a conversation is it Sean Kemp or Hakeem Olajuwon. That was the best player in the in the game. That's the the heights that he rose to. Houston Texans are forfeiting their fifth round selection in the draft and have been fined two hundred grand for salary cap violations involving Deshaun Watson. NFL announced on on Thursday, so got to be careful with that. Former Cardinals offensive lineman Kelvin Beecham offering a pointed assessment of quarterback Kyler Murray. Here's Beecham. He's got all the tools, you think? He has all the tools, man. If some guy can throw off one leg, he can, you know, throw it a mile. He can run faster than anybody else on the field. He just lacks the leadership. He's put together. I didn't say he lacks the leadership. I just think he needs to grow up a little bit. Um, and I think if he has the ability and the willingness to grow up, he's going to be just fine. Um, they paid him for a reason. They paid him because of his talent. And he has the ability to lead. It's just when you're in that position, we need you to lead more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when former players are saying that, it's kind of hard. I've I've tried to hold the line here against uh, the the Kyler Murray uh, critics and the haters, but it's a it's a pretty big wall of evidence here that that's definitely a career turn that Kyler Murray needs to make. Still, two years ago when he was even younger, he was playing at MVP level, and Arizona led the NFC in the standings for a, a long, long time. So, but shoot, if you have that many people uh, saying it about you, maybe maybe it's it is time for Kyler Murray to look in the mirror. And teammates, Kelvin Beecham, who is SMU's own, and played with him there in Arizona. And I mean, it's just it, it's one after another now, really. And nobody's ever questioned the talent and ability of Kyler, but at some point, as an NFL quarterback. You've got a. It, it, it's more than that. It, it, there's there's a lot of work that has to go into this thing, and I think that's become the question about Kyler. Is he willing to put in the extra time when it comes to the film study, and also when it comes to the team building relationship, when it comes to the teammates? Yeah. And those are things now that we've heard from multiple teammates, multiple players, where the answer is no. He kind of isolates himself, and he's not interested in it. Well, I don't want to make excuses for him, but some people just aren't social. You know, Some people, they're trying their best to build relationships and be interactive and be everybody's friend, but 
you know, for whatever reason, they just they can't execute it, you know. And it's it's is that mental health? I I don't know. Is 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 that just a personality trait? You're an introvert, mm-hmm. and now the NFL is saying, well, you got to grow up. It's like, well, I'm not really doing anything that bad. Well, I just I, don't and, do and, rah and rah. I'm enough. sensitive to that, but I don't think that you're suited to be an NFL quarterback then. Ooh. And that's yeah. that's just the fact that's of the a, matter. That's a tough position to play and, and be, uh, you know, and, and be an introvert. I think it is, you know, because everybody's looking to you. Everybody's looking at you as like, man, you know, like we were talking about with Dak, you know, the last three minutes of a game. Everybody's looking yeah. at him. You know, they're like, hey, our, our, our livelihood is on you right now. And fair, unfair, but it, that's a tough position not to be a guy. That's yeah. one of the reasons why everybody loved John Kitna here. John Kitna could go from group to group. John Kitna could be with the Christians. He could be with the guys playing dominoes. He could be with the guys that were going out every night. You know, he had that ability to be and to morph into whoever, what he needed for his teammates. Yeah, that's so, why they like Dak over Tony, too. Exactly. To be honest. Exactly, you know? yeah. Zadarius Smith asking for a release from the Vikings. Les Snead indicating he will not be trading Stafford Cup or Aaron Donald. And Kansas clarified that Bill Self is going to be okay. It was not a heart attack that caused him to miss the Big 12 tournament, but he will miss the rest of it. He had some sort of a procedure they said was fairly routine, but definitely not scheduled for yeah. for it to come up at this Bad point. Time. So, yeah. <laughs> so at least we we know for sure at least everything's going to be all right health department wise for for Bill Self. All right, as uh, Bobby Belt joins you now here, our Cowboys insider on your home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. And a good afternoon, Bobby. How the heck are you? I'm wonderful. How are all you? Oh, we're doing great. What you working on? What's buzzing? Well, we get the report this afternoon from Todd Archer. The Cowboys have three new draft picks, which is uh, good news. But I'm a little, I'm a little irritated by it because uh, mm-hmm. they pick up two fifth round compensatories and a sixth. I, I know we don't have the exact formula on on how things add up uh, in terms of how the NFL likes to distribute compensatory picks. Like teams don't even always have a good idea of how it's going to be handed out. It's this proprietary private formula to figure it out. Um, a lot of times the the theory is related to years on the contract and guaranteed money and things like that. Uh, but I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't see how so many people can end up projecting a fourth rounder for the Cowboys on the compensatory side. And then the NFL goes, nope, it's, it's two fives and a six. Yeah. Uh, but we'll take it. You know, um, it, it's it's more draft capital to throw at the board. And, uh, you know, the, it, it's, it's a deep draft. The next few ones will likely be very deep with all the COVID years that guys can take. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you would just would have enjoyed having that as a fourth rounder, I think. Bobby, they, I, you know, I was talking to some guys over there. They they felt like that they got what they got. They they I was talking to guys and they're saying, yeah, you know, I'm like, hey, what do you think on these compensatories? And they're like, yeah, we're kind of thinking the four, but in actuality, they're thinking two fives and a six. This was this was several weeks ago. Yeah, so I kind of feel like yeah, you're right. We don't know the formula, but I think the Cowboys were, you know, they were okay. Like you know, they they kind of had an idea what they were going to get. Well, they can be okay with it all day long, Brian. I'm going to fight people over it. Tear them up. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to be mad as hell and not take it anymore. You know, uh, Bobby. And you so, like, we're the, this morning on the draft show, did you not want to do Will Levis because of your love for Dak Prescott? Uh, no, I don't want to do Will Levis because it's a waste of resources, and there's there's no guarantee there. It's not like we're even talking about you know Trevor Lawrence or Andrew Luck or somebody like this. You're talking about a complete gamble. Like I said. Uh, when we talked about it on the draft show this morning, there were a lot of people who were saying, oh, I'd absolutely trade Dak Prescott for the chance to have Baker Mayfield number one. And it's like, okay, well, now when you look back on that, you see that would have set your franchise back pretty significantly and put yeah. you in a bit of a hole. And yeah. so uh, I'm not going to make a move like that. I'm not going to take that chance with a a first-round pick on a guy who is far from a sure thing, and and there's a lot of projection there. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't want to do something like that unless, like I said, there's a, a true, almost can't miss quarterback there, the way Trevor Lawrence and Andrew Luck were, uh, that's where maybe you can start talking about it. But even still, I I just think it's a, a bad use of resources. And you've told me you're a hooker guy anyway, haven't you? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, hooker. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, there's nothing better than double hookers and we've got Malik hooker already here. And so I'd love Hendon hooker here in some form or fashion. So, uh, you know, nothing wrong with that. 
Um, and I'd be I'd be okay with Hendon Hooker at a certain point, probably more like the third round than the second round. I think you got um, right, yeah. But it's I, I don't know that where I'm comfortable with it and where I'd be cool having Hendon Hooker here. I, I don't think he'll be available there. So, are you still a Herbert over Burrow guy? Uh no. I, I mean, I think you can pretty Thank comfortably you. say right now that uh, Burrow's probably number two uh, in the NFL behind Mahomes, um, and so. No, I, Burrow's great. Uh, Burrow's really good. Herbert's really good, too. Uh, but I, I just think that you've seen more consistency from Burrow at this point uh, and an ability to elevate guys. Uh, okay, so I brought this up to the guys earlier because CBS Sports was doing some NFC free agency matchmaking, mm-hmm. and they threw out a name that we hadn't discussed, and it's Marcus Peters, the former corner of the Baltimore oh. Ravens. Scrolling left or scrolling right? What are you thinking here, Bob? Uh, I'm thinking that sounds like a, a great quota filler for CBS. Um, I, I don't, I, Marcus Peters is fine, but Marcus Peters is, is not the same player that he once was. Marcus Peters is, and anybody will tell you this, who you ask around the league, Marcus Peters is a handful. Um, that, that's a lot to, to ponder, uh, when you're talking about adding Marcus Peters to your locker room. Uh, and he's, he's a guy who is not quite up to what he once was. Uh, and, and I think that you're probably better off using whatever resources you have on something that's a little more stable or investing in it in the draft or whatever else. But Peters is not a guy that I, I'd be really gung-ho to go after. It's Bobby Belt here, our Cowboys insider with you. Uh, spirited debate last night on the show, Bob. Who's going to win the NFC East in 2023? Um, Yeah, because, I mean, it, well, it can't be Philly if we're going by the last 20 years. Uh, it's not allowed to be them. But, uh, I, I mean, I would, I think you have to have Philly as the odds-on favorite uh, right now. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it is one of those things where the Giants looked really good. If they had the right sort of weapons, they, they can impress. If, if the commanders ever figure out the quarterback situation, if they get involved in the Lamar Jackson thing and can add him to the fold and and – they can start putting pressure on the NFC East. I, I think that that would make them really dangerous. Uh, we'll see how all the changes that Dallas is is going through with scheme and everything else Im- impact them. They think it's going to make them better. Uh, so, I, I mean, I think it, it, I would not be floored. I wouldn't expect it from anybody, but I wouldn't be floored if any of them won, to be honest. Hmm. Um, but, you know, I think right now you have to say Philly's the favorite. What? How do you see this Lamar Jackson thing playing out? Uh, so, you know, it's interesting. That was one of the talking points that was passing around Indianapolis last week um, th- that you just kind of hear chatter about outside of just Cowboy stuff. That was one of the things I heard a lot about was just people weighing in on on that situation. And I think that what you hear out of there is there's a lot of people. Baltimore, I think, has thought they've had a deal done a few different times and and it's fallen apart. Um, and so I think they're frustrated uh, I think Lamar Jackson is frustrated based off of uh, you know how long it's taken to get his deal done and what he feels is a lack of respect. I and you've seen this chatter a lot coming out of India. I think you, the the people you see writing about this probably heard some of the same things that I did when I talked about this on Sean and RJ earlier this week. Was that um, you know I, I a lot of consensus around the league is Lamar needs an agent. If Lamar had an agent, this is already done. Um, and, and, you know, this is a very complex thing to negotiate through and it, there are a lot of high stakes here and you need somebody who has the rapport with the front office and, and the understanding of how to use leverage across the league to represent you in something like this. And so, uh, I think, man, I don't know. I, I really feel like it's a coin flip just from some of the chatter you heard in Indy was, I, I don't know that it's any sort of certainty. He goes back to Baltimore. And so uh, how that plays out, who decides to jump in, uh, who decides to, uh, you know, decide to turn their back, I guess, on the company line everybody's giving of no interest in Lamar Jackson. I guess we'll see. But um, I I mean, I really feel like it's 50-50. He ends up in Baltimore. He's somewhere else next year. Am I crazy for just not believing all these teams coming out at the same time and just saying, no, we want nothing to do with this guy? Like, I I feel like that is more of a, hey, we're not doing the the fully guaranteed contract, but there's no way everybody's out on this dude. It's, I think that there's no way everybody's out on this dude. I, I don't know how much of it is the Watson thing. I I know that's been part of it. I I think that's something that's at play is the sticking point of what Watson got. And, 
the expectation. But, I mean, Kirk Cousins got the fully guaranteed, and everybody was panicking that, oh, my gosh, now everybody's going to get fully guaranteed quarterback contracts, and it never happened. Um, Watson got it, obviously, but uh, I, I think there's an understanding across the league about the uniqueness of that situation, not just from teams. Teams obviously want to cheer for that uniqueness, but um, I, I think that players and representatives understand how you know what an outlier that really is um but yeah I'm sure some of that is the sticking point I I think the bigger issue here though like I said is that he just doesn't have the the representation to you know go through all the typical NFL BS that these negotiations bring and I think if he had had that over the last year he's probably already signed up long term in baltimore no taxation without representation man. ain't that the truth all right so you put together the uh corners and their combine numbers and their athletic profile and match that with the cowboys drafting tendencies you put that out via social media i love when you do informate put out information like this i think it's awesome uh you do it better than anybody what did you find when it came to the corner position so the Cowboys have a number of thresholds, obviously, that they are big fans of. And I think that you don't want to find somebody who is a tests lower than the Cowboys have ever gone at certain things like arm length, uh, height, 40 uh, yard time, everything like that. You don't ever want to be a guy who's under that. But there, there's a little bit of an aspect too where it, it, if you're blowing by numbers too, like you're you're bigger than they've ever seen or or you're faster than they've ever seen, but you don't couple it with something else, then I, I don't know how much blowing by numbers that they've ever picked is is that much of a benefit in your favor. So I think you generally want to find guys who fall down between the average athletic testing that they they get at that position and the highest end that they've ever drafted at that position. And what you end up seeing at corner is Four guys that kind of, you know, I think really stand out in terms of fitting their testing. Joey Porter at Penn State, Christian Gonzalez at Oregon. Those two guys are likely gone before Dallas picks. And then two other ones to know, Julius Brents from Kansas State and then Makai Garner from LSU. Um, and so those are, are, are guys that I think really stand out. I, I also did something on the running backs recently, um, just about an hour ago, and and those guys that stand out. You get Chase Brown from Illinois, Zach Charbonnet from UCLA, Tank Bigsby from Auburn, and uh, Daneric Prince from Tulsa. And when you look at Bigsby, he's a guy that had a formal interview at the Combine. Uh, you know, Gonzalez and, and Garner, the corners, those are guys that could qualify for Dallas Day visits. And so the fact that that testing blends with some of their meetings already and is open to more meetings here in Frisco soon, I think is at least worth noting. Anything else before we let you go, Bob? Just that I love you all. Love you too. There he is, Bobby hey, Bob. Belt, Cowboys Insider. Segment here is brought to you by Soda. The Expressway is brought to you by Rockwall Ford, and into the Pimp Cup we go for LA yeah, Live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get this started. Uh, run, Jake Paul. Run, girl. All right, you squares. Yes, sir. It's LA Live for March 9th, 2023. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Dawson, so you said my man Sean Kemp was on that nose candy, bro? Yeah, the textures were saying in 98 or 99 during the lockout, he kind of he kind of fell into the party life a little bit too much to keep his career on on track. Now, I'll say this respectfully. That brother got some big nostrils. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. I would hate to share Coke with him. You look down and be like, wait, wait a minute. Where'd it go? Where the hell? Let me cut this next time. I wouldn't know anything about that, though. I wouldn't. Question for the Tolos. This is left over from yesterday because they, I love their participation, and I didn't want to leave them hanging. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is Shout out to you, Tolos. I appreciate you so much. Question from yesterday, leftovers. Name something that is overhyped. Name something that is overhyped. Still got answers like Cry Baby Luca. Ooh. Oh, oh. Man. Going a polarizing figure. We going there. We going there today. Yeah. Uh, name something that is overhyped. Snow Crab. No, it's not. I'm with you, dog. Man, I'm 100% no with you. Way. I'm 100% yeah. with you. What's better, the snow or the king? The king, it's got more meat, but it's more expensive. Yeah, I think gotcha. I think I think the the snow's the sweeter myself. It's sweeter. Yeah, it's, it's so good. Whatever it is, it's all about the butter, though, man. Yeah, got to dollop that. Butter. We can check it out next week, aren't we? At uh, Rochelle Shacking on Tuesday. Shack. Yeah. You know, I like the you would 
believe this. The snow crabs at Hooters are just such fire Not to me. bad. They're amazing. Very underrated. Yeah, thank you, Broadus. Very thank underrated. you. Okay. I trust that palate of yours. By yeah. the way, Broadus was raised by a family of briskets. He knows all about food. <laughs> he does, all dude. about food. Yeah. I was left in this outside a smoker yeah. in a little basket. <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. Name something that is overrated. This is from yesterday, the Tolo's participation right here. Political parties. Kurt, Ooh. yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm 100% with you. 100%. Kurt Cousins, Papa Do's, uh, ranch dressing. Yeah. Uh, watch yeah. out for this stray, Broadus. Name something that is overhyped. Here Brian Broadus. Oh, no. I thought you were going to say crawfish. You went oh. right after Broadus's neck. Who are these people? I didn't tell you what. My, yeah, it was my son, Bennett. <laughs> is that Jackson. what it was? Yeah, he got me there. I'm sorry about that, Lucius. Dad's will send that cash I, You know what? I, I will definitely. I'll agree with that. Don't I'm, do that. I'm very, I'm very, They're trolling. They're probably trolling. Uh, they just want me to read it on air so get your reaction. All good, man. Name something that is overhyped. Baked potatoes. Sex on the beach. I don't know if that's the drink or the action, but both are overrated in my opinion. Sand gets everywhere. <laughs> that's what showers are for. The McRib. I hear you, bro. Brought us a savage. <laughs> You'd be all right. Wash that out. <laughs> Go for round two. I paid for this trip. <laughs> yeah. Get my two. money's worth. <laughs> Save the bed. <laughs> Name something that is overhyped. Uh, the McRib. Oh, yes. 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 Thank you. Yes. It is. Yeah. Okay. Science. That guy must be trolling me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Graduating high school is overrated. Ooh, you better have a good plan. Yeah. 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 Like, not graduating parents. college, people will be like, okay, well, what'd you do? If you didn't graduate high school, people are going to assume some things. You're going to have to work across. Crawfish are overrated. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Broadus is yeah, I changed him. my mind on that. That was a gut punch. Did, did Lucius bring these back for a reason today? Yeah. I'm involved I'm with like four. I'm going there I'm going there. I'm going there. Can I get like? Can I get like? Four dozen shrimp thrown in that pot. You, know? you got it, man. I just want I just want a little Sweat bit of more ease of operation. A little more you. payoff. I got you next time. Name something you. that is overhyped. <sighs> Stephanie said this one, bro. Uh oh, Mike Reiner. Ooh, going, going after going the old gray wall. I said I'm going there. You did it. I said I'm going there. No, Stephanie said that, man. Not me, bro. <laughs> I can't believe Stephanie. All right, Stephanie. Uh, the Phoenix Suns, overhyped. Dunks. I don't know if that's the shoe or the action, but someone says they're overhyped. Dunks are amazing, especially a Josh Green dunk. Come on, fam. What are we yeah, talking about? Guys never yeah. And the last one on this <laughs> list right here. Yeah, for real. Uh, BBL bodies, overrated, overhyped. That's from my cousin, Lil Dan. Shout out to you, Lil Dan. Lil Dan is a big dude, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's a really big guy. <laughs> so I know BBW. What, what's BBL? The BBL bodies, the Brazilian butt lift. Oh, yeah. the Brazilian oh. butt lift. Yeah, Same take a little fat me. from here, put it there, suck a little fat out of there, yeah. throw it over here, maybe put a little fake concrete up in this joint. You might be able to see a few of those if you come out to Baby Dolls on Wednesday. I mean, I'm not a fan of that. I was going to go with Big Butt Latina for the BBL. <laughs> I thought that might be. That, that. that is not overrated. That is not overrated. Yeah. I'll fight. That'd be I the worst take fight, of all bro. time. See some of those, too, on uh, Baby Dolls fight. on Wednesday. Gloves <laughs> are yeah. off. Oh, my God. I'm being tag team. I'm on your team, Lucius. Excuse me? Pause. Whoa. On this fight. Yeah, not with you, bro. Uh, G, back in the day, we do it every day on the fan at 2.30. If you see anything out there, hit me up at Lucky Lucius P, and I'll try to get it on. Be patient with me. I'm not addicted to my phone. I lay it down and don't touch it for a very long time. Sometimes I get messages from people and I answer them in my head without responding to them. And I feel so bad because I'm like, okay, I got you, bro. And then they don't know that. Two days later, you're like, I didn't text that guy back. (laughs) I do. (laughs) I'm glad I'm not alone. I am so glad that you do this as well. Because I'm like, man, that that bleep hole never texted me back. And then I look, it's like, no, I'm the bleep hole that never texted Uh, back. And it's like, wait, now is it, is it, has there been too much time in between that it's almost disrespectful to respond now? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. Because I still deal with it every day. It's a struggle of mine. Uh, So if anybody contacts me anyway, please don't take it personal. It is me. It no, I think me. you're doing it right. It is me. I, I think you're doing it right. I don't touch my phone. Every yeah. once in a while, I get a spirit to do it. but it's some uh, off time. Yeah, yeah, don't. But yeah, send it to me, man. Our winner is uh, Raptors point guard Fred Van Vliet. Ooh, the king. This might be another five-timer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a little smoke for referee Ben Taylor right here. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you Let's know. Let's go. Um, Big money. Ben Taylor was f- terrible tonight. <laughs> um, Let's go. That. On most nights, you know couple other you know out of the three there's one or two that just the game up you know and it's 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 been like that a couple couple games in a row um denver was tough obviously you come out tonight you're competing pretty hard the third quarter i get a bull tech 
changes the whole dynamic of the game, changes the whole flow of the game. And, um, you know, most of the refs are trying hard. I like a lot of the refs are trying hard. They're pretty fair. <laughs> they communicate well. And then you got the other ones who just want to be dicks and um, <laughs> just kind of f***s the game up. Nobody's coming to see that shit. They come to see the players. And um, I think we're losing a little bit of the fabric of what the NBA is and was. And um, it's been disappointing this season. Um, you can look up most of my texts this year have been with Ben Taylor officiating. So at a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal. And um, it's never a good place to be. That's not why we lost tonight. We got outplayed. Um, but it definitely makes it tougher to overcome. I feel I like this. Fred put that finger on Ben's forehead and was talking to him the whole time. Yeah. Some of y'all are good out here, but this fool right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. You could tell it's March and the playoffs are approaching. We got great Van Vliet audio today and Draymond going after uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Fantastic audio as well. So it's good. getting tense. The competitive juices are already flowing. Yeah. I, I need all sports and players uh, to be able to adapt to like the UFC way of handling press conferences, just like this. Like, yeah. we, we should yeah. just say what you want. No holds bar here. Yeah, 100%. I'm with you, dog. Shout out to the ladies on a Thursday. Headlines for you boys right here. I said run, Jake Paul, run, okay? Mm. When we opened this up. Uh, Floyd Mayweather confronts Jake Paul outside of the Miami Heat game. I'm talking about face-to-face. They're ready to fight. Do you remember when Jake Paul snatched the hat off of Floyd Mayweather? Yeah. Floyd Wade, he's still mad about it. Um, Looked like Floyd had the same outfit on from that day. Oh, damn. Didn't he? Oh, Didn't he? On, he might Floyd. be. Maybe that's his go-to. On, he's got the same, uh, like, it looks like a Miami Dolphins jacket. This dude's petty as hell, man. <laughs> Floyd's recycling <laughs> outfits? <laughs> yeah, so. So, yeah, he snatched a hat off of uh, Floyd Mayweather during the press conference. And that Floyd Mayweather took that personal. And I understand uh, Floyd has, like... He's got a situation with the hair, sensitive yeah, about it. He's that. even went overseas to Turkey to get the transplants. Okay. He spent big money on his hair. That's probably why he was fighting the whole time, to get the money up for his hair. <laughs> Very expensive project. Yeah, here he is getting his hair, I mean, his head snatched off, his hat snatched off. Excuse me. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yes, sir. Get the paperwork for this bug. Get, get Al Hammond. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't need Al Hammond. Let me call Al Hammond. I'm my own boss. Let's make it happen. I'm my own Two boss. One night. Got your hat. Oh, okay. Got your hat. <laughs> yeah, he said, y'all chill out. <laughs> so that was before he, uh, Floyd fought Logan Paul. That was, yes. That was yeah, at yes. the press conference okay. last year. Last year. Now, he sees, he runs into him Miami last night at the game, right after the Heat game. And Floyd had about 50 people with him. Jake Paul had him and his bodyguard. Hmm. Floyd Mayweather confronted the situation. What's going on? What's up, Floyd? What's I can have what I want. What's your name with the camera? Oh, you got camera too. So what you, who you supposed to be? I'm, I'm just working, man. What happened? You're not tough anymore since your loss? What happened since your loss? I told you before, put that Yo, camera Yo, let's down. bust him up. Where are you running, Jake? Where are you going since your fight? Since you lost? What's up, Jake? Where are you going, Jake? Oh, he's running! He's running! Look at him! I mean, running too. Yeah, that's a horrible. I, like look. a track star, he looked great. He yeah. was out there, bro. He was wide open for a second. <laughs> hey, two on fifty, though. I, think I, I, I might yeah. be. I'm gonna probably go ahead Smart and move. hit the burners. I would have too, man. This is a genius move. There's a guy on the fan text that trolls me every once in a while because I was told a story maybe like eight years ago about the time that some dude just grabbed a whole handful of my wife's behind at the strip club. Yeah, I told the story. They make fun of me a lot, uh, but. He had the whole Wu-Tang with him. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Get stomped out in front of my girl? No, yeah. fam. I mean, this is a little different with, uh, with with Paul because the videos are rolling and everybody's going to get Jake uh, Jake Paul getting beat up by Floyd Mayweather's yes. entourage. Yeah. They're not going to do anything. No. You stand there and you talk real mean to them and maybe one sucker punches you and then the crowd disperses it and everything. But that's a horrible look for Jake Paul. Apparently, a source told TMZ... The from Mayweather's perspective, he's not as mad about the hat as he is about Jake's comments to Floyd about Floyd's deceased family members. So this might be really personal. Floyd's covering it up like he's covering up that baldness. Now, I don't think Floyd's going to let uh, Jake make it like he let Logan make it after he KO'd him in the middle of the ring and held him up. No. Logan's like, hey, back off a little bit. Back off. Chill, yeah. chill, 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 chill. It's an exhibition, bro. Yeah, come uh, on, bro. Jake Paul responded to the situation. You know, you got to get on the little Instagram or whatever and talk to the people because all they see is you running off. So they had to clarify. So I'm leaving the Miami Heat game and Floyd Mayweather and 50 dudes pull up out of nowhere, out of like some side alley waiting for me outside of the stadium. And they're like, so what's up? So what's all that talk now? I'm like, first of all, 
what did I say to you, Floyd? I just took your hat and you're still mad about it? Come on, bro. And then 50 dudes literally start surrounding me to try and jump me. I'm out that bitch, okay? Floyd, you wanna run it one-on-one? -on -one? No problem, but I'm not dumb, okay? Yeah, I don't blame you. I'll be out there too. Yeah, hmm. What you gonna do? You gonna square up at Floyd? No. And then all the paid bodyguards just gonna, well, you know what? It's my time to go ahead and earn that check. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make yeah. sure I stay on with the I'm money out. team for a while. <laughs> Get these stomps. Oh, gosh. Well, no, yeah. I'm good, bro. Not worth that. Not, it's not. But so let's keep an eye on that there, folks. Yeah, that'd uh, be a good summer event. I hope so. Uh, and I wanna see a real fight if they're gonna fight. Yeah. Uh, one minute left right here, folks. I'm gonna go a little throwback Thursday. This is a PSA. Don't drink and drive. Yeah. Do not drink dress business. It's raining out here. Thank Please you. be careful. And don't lie about it if you get caught. You trying to say that I'm under arrest for DUI, but I walked the line nine times and not have stepped outside those lines. So what are I under arrest yeah, for? Yeah, he suspected that you're under the influence. Suspect what? That you're under the influence. I'm not, I'm not suspecting under the influence. How much you had to drink? <laughs> Nothing. Well, I mean, I know you've drank something because I can smell it. I have not drank nothing but orange soda Fanta. Are you sure it was Spike? No, it was not Spike. You got a and slurred I have, speech? No, I have not have a slur. <laughs> you just slurred it right then. No, I did not slur it. You slurred it again. It's bad that you're on the wrist. I did not drink anything but orange Fanta soda. See, if you drink and drive and you get to talking like this for the police officers, yeah. fools on the radio get to play your audio, <laughs> and people in court will see this video. Oh. Folks that show up randomly in court, I ran a stop sign, and I get to see this drunk guy explain his video. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So be careful out there, <laughs> man. It's a PSA. Well. Yes, it's Thursday, but make plans for the weekend already. Plan while you still can. Yeah, that's I my time. Yeah. I gotta go. Thank you, Lucius. NFL News of the Day with Woolchucks next the nation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.